Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waltman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Happy Friday, everyone. Friday before 4th of July. Welcome to the show. My name is Max McGuire. Joe is somewhere in the building. Uh, he should be joining us a little later on. But until then, I want to get started. Didn't want to leave you guys waiting. As I know, you guys probably have some some big 4th of July plans. I just got a Blackstone grill, so I'm going to be grilling it up this weekend, probably smoking some meat the way the good Lord intended. You spend your 4th of July weekend. Let me know in the comment sections what you guys are doing for 4th of July so I can live vicariously through your scheduled holidays. <laughs> uh, again, hit the share button too. Today's This hour is going to be really big. In the second hour, we're going to have a guest, um, a Canadian man who was arrested because he sneezed on an airplane. Very interesting story. So we're going to get his take. That'll be in the second hour. But in the first hour, you're talking about this bombshell Hunter Biden story. Because, listen, if, if, the, if the media was fair... This would bring down the Biden administration. You have proof now that Biden lied. He lied about never talking to his son about business, never meeting with any of his business associates. It's uh, it's it's pretty cut and dry. But uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to see if the media's fair. So hit the share button so so we can get this out to more people because this truly is a bombshell report. So we're going to get into this. The Daily Mail got its hands on Hunter Biden's laptop. And the Daily Mail has been doing stories as they get through it. And uh, those stories have been pretty damning. But in this latest batch of emails, we now have complete proof that not only did Hunter Biden seek to sell or trade access to his father, but he went along with it and he got pissed when the other side, in this case, uh, Mexican billionaire Carlos Slim and another, another Mexican billionaire didn't reciprocate. So we're going to get into all that. Again, hit that share button if you haven't already. Give us a thumbs up if you're watching on Facebook. Comment on DLive. Comment, comment, comment. Let's bump this up to the top of DLive and get as many people watching this as possible. So uh, let's go ahead and start with the image. This is the image that everyone's looking at. Put up image number zero. This is the quid pro quo shot. The quid pro quo shot. You have Hunter Biden there. You see him with Joe Biden. With Carlos slim and then another mexican billionaire who we'll mention in a second they're there if you don't know where that is that background is the vice presidential office that is vice president joe biden sitting vice president having hunter biden bring his his prospective mexican business partners to the vice president's office to meet with the sitting vice president and he has business deals he's trying to land with them as well. No, not, nothing shady about that, right? No, it's, it's just completely harmless. They didn't mean to do it, right? It's just, it's just happenstance, right? The second billionaire, his name is Miguel Alemani, a billionaire from Mexico. And, and he's the one who at least his son has been communicating with Hunter Biden, as we'll show in the, com in the next few minutes as we read through the emails, because they are very damning. And, and, you, and I, I want to read through the emails and paint the picture because 
it's not just the picture. The picture is damning enough. The fact that Hunter Biden is there with his Mexican business partners, billionaires, and Joe Biden as vice president in the vice president's office, that is damning enough. But the emails make it so, so much worse. So let's start getting into this. Go to image number one. This is an email from 2012 from Hunter Biden's uh, firm, Rosemont Seneca Partners. So it's an email to Jeff Cooper. Jeff Cooper was Hunter Biden's business partner, the guy who was trying to work this uh, whole Mexican deal. You can see at the top, Hunter Biden was sent this email. It includes Hunter Biden and Jeff Cooper. And they start talking about this media, Mexican tycoon, Carlos Slim. So back in 2012, they're, they're, they've identified Carlos Slim as a potential business partner. Potential business partner. The important part about this is that they identify Carlos Slim as a potential exit strategy for Hunter Biden's investment. This is 2012. Mind, remember, Joe Biden will be leaving office at this point in four years. So when Hunter Biden's firm sends him an email identifying a Mexican billionaire as an exit strategy for Hunter Biden's investment, they didn't lay it out, but they might as well have the investment being Joe Biden as vice president. <laughs> to uh, to borrow, what was the what was the name of the uh, the governor of uh, of Illinois, Miss Brewster? His name's oh, escaping oh, me. Um, the governor of Illinois. I'm Damn, it up now. Uh, the it's guy, totally escaping me. Yeah, yeah, it's escaping me too. Trump pardoned him, but he says, "Oh yeah, I Blagovich. got this. I got Blagovich? Yeah, Blagovich. 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 There you go. Um, Blagovich. He's like, I got this." I'm not going to curse, but I got this thing and it's valuable and I'm not just going to give it away for nothing. That's what this email kind of is from Hunter Biden's firm to Hunter Biden. This is your exit strategy for your investment, your father. So remember that name, Jeff Cooper, because he's working hand in hand with, with Hunter Biden to try and make this deal work in Mexico to try and help the Biden family enrich themselves. Jeff Cooper is going to come up over and over and over again. And this is a deal that, listen, they identified back in 20. Uh, they've been working this for seven years by the time we start seeing these emails. This, this, this is seven years in the making. The Bidens trying to leverage Hunt, uh, Joe Biden to make money in Mexico. So remember that name, Jeff Cooper. Put up image number two, Mr. Producer. And this is Jeff Cooper. Image number two. Jeff Cooper sends an email to Hunter Biden in 2013. So that's after Carlos Slim has been identified as the exit strategy. And remember, the other, the other billionaire, Miguel Alemani, this is Jeff Cooper talking about that other billionaire. Miguel wants us to go to Mexico City on the way. This is setting up to be a flipping, to be flipping gigantic, brother. It makes what we discussed last week seem small. Well, I'd love to know what they discussed last week. That's not in the emails. But they are trying to leverage Joe Biden's vice presidency for something flipping gigantic. And I'm glad they used flipping so I didn't have to use flipping myself because it would make me seem a lot older than I actually am. So what's flipping gigantic? It's this company, Pemex, among other things. Pemex, uh, I did a little research on it. Basically, I, I, I believe anyone who knows Mexican conglomerates, they're, they're involved in oil and gas. Because if we put up image number three, we see that as they're going after Miguel Alemani, as they're going after Carlix Slim, they're going for Pemex, a privatization opportunity. And they're talking about Burisma willing to front the fees. So they want to get access to the data room at Pemex, at the Ministry of Energy. So, okay. So, yeah, this is uh, 
they're trying to privatize uh, what's probably a public a public entity. Um, they want to get if, to the data room. Go ahead, put that back up. They want to get to the data room at Pemex, but there's a fee, $350,000 that needs to get paid to get to the data room. And here we have Hunter Biden writing that he believes Burisma is going to front that fee. Burisma needs an official letter document explanation of some sort that details what paying that fee entitles them to, and also a detailed plan of who from our consortium will handle the review of data being provided by Pemex. I would suggest that we identify the technical personnel from Burisma, Devin, and the Spanish-speaking technical personnel from Mexico, Miguel, that we can begin that review in concert as soon as possible. So here we have Hunter Biden connecting his Burisma deal to pay for the Biden's plans in Mexico. It's all linked together. I mean, I, I feel like I feel like I'm a conspiracy theorist. Um, I feel like I'm from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but this is real. It's connecting all of the dots that we've been talking about for over a year. Go ahead, put up image four. This is the second part of that email. Image four, talking about Pemex, talking about several partnerships. The Aliman, that's the billionaire I'm talking about. Second step is to determine the legal structure of the Burisma Group right? How these two entities will exist as a one again ent- equity. Um, so they're, they're going through all of this, talking about Burisma, Burisma, Burisma. They're going to get this done. We're going to make this deal with the Alaman Group to privatize part of PEMX. And we're going to bring Burisma in to pay the fee because we can't afford it because we're just stupid grifters. So let's take this down, put up image five. Here's Jeff Cooper and Hunter Biden saying that they want to go beyond PEMX. They want to go outside Miguel's circle, if possible. But they want to they want to spread to beyond Pel- Pemex Televisia, television. What else could they do? They, they're looking at this thing and they're seeing dollar signs in Mexico. And, they, and they're really, really hopeful that this thing's going to go big. That's February 2015. Pay attention to these dates. Take that down. Put in image six. Here's the introduction of another Biden just to prove that this is a Biden family affair from Jim Biden in May of 2015. He says, have a very real deal with Pemex, Carlos Slim, need financing literally for a few days to a week. Have the seller, Refinery Slims, and buyer major being delivered from pipeline in USA. So talk about, (laughs) here's Jim Biden. It's not just Hunter Biden. Oh, here's Jim. Jim Biden's here for the the party. So he's in it. and, And he's not just like coming in and doing a little bit. He says he has Slim, that he's successfully gotten them. So remember, they have the the one billionaire, Alamani, and his son, it's, it's a little bit confusing because it's a, it's a Miguel Aleman and Miguel Aleman Jr. But he has that. And now they're getting Carlos Slim, which they identified back in 2012 as the exit strategy to basically make Vice, Vice President Biden's vice presidency worth it. So that's Jim Biden. Huh. This is, really is a family affair, isn't it? It's not just Hunter Biden's business. The whole Biden family is involved in this crap. Put up image seven. Magnani is I believe what the younger Aleman goes by, um, M. Alemani. They're they're saying, okay, well, Hunter Biden emailed him and he says, you know what? Uh, I'll get you some dates. Wish I was back in Acapulco. I showed my dad pictures and he wants to visit. That's Hunter Biden telling the son of this Mexican billionaire, I showed my dad pictures of Mexico and he wants to visit. And the son of that Mexican billionaire says he is welcome whenever he wants. Huh. Interesting. Interesting, interesting, interesting. So that gets a little bit more intense. And just in case you don't believe me that Burisma was involved in this the whole time, put up image eight. Image eight is, is the subject is Miguel. Archer Devon, 
Hunter Biden. Those names look familiar. They should. They're the two people that were in that photo with Joe Biden golfing. Keep this up on the screen so people can reach, read it. Um, they were the two Burisma board members golfing with Joe Biden. Remember when Joe Biden says, oh, I, I have nothing. I have no idea who these people are. I have no idea. No idea with who they are at all. Right? You go ahead. Uh, we, we take this down, Mr. Producer, and we'll put up my screen just so people can remember what I'm talking about. This is the, remember this picture? Remember this picture? I'm not sure which one of these. I think this one's Devin Archer, if I remember correctly. Um, but this is the picture that we've been looking at for over a year of Burisma and Hunter Biden. Joe Biden saying, oh, no, that, I, I had no idea what they're doing. I had no idea. Now we know that not only is Burisma involved, but this other board member is involved. So when Joe Biden's having golf with these people, they're over. They're trying to secure a deal in Mexico. That's not just going to profit Burisma. It's also going to profit the Biden family because we just showed you that Jim Biden is on is on the email trail. So this is that picture. This is the picture we've been looking at forever. It's finally starting to come together of just how grifty, gr grift, graft, however, whatever you want to call it, the idea of, of using your power to profit yourself and your and your and your family. It's all connected. No, it's not. I, 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 no, it's not because it's all Joe connected. Biden it's all connected. denied it. Joe Biden denied I it. I know. Real Zach says that picture is old. It is old. I'm trying to show you that we didn't know about the Mexico deal when that picture was circulating. So Joe Biden was able to say, I, 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 we didn't talk about business. But what, you're, what I'm going to get to is that that golf picture was happening at the same time that Hunter Biden was connecting Joe Biden with the Mexican billionaires. It's all happening at the same time. So the idea that they didn't discuss it there is ludicrous. It's ludicrous. Of course they discussed it, as we'll see in a second. I want to put this up because I want you all to remember this in case you've forgotten. We're going to jump ahead to cut five, Mr. Producer. This is Joe Biden saying what we have all known all along. When his fun family does well, we all do well. Let's play cut five. When my family does well, everybody does better. Everybody does better. That's the God's truth. So when his family does well, everybody does better. So pay no attention to the graft, to the grift, right? When his family does well, when we're able to line our Biden pockets, don't worry, yeah, we're lining the pockets, but we're doing it for you. We're doing it to help you. I'll tell you, I. not only is that absurd, but it really puts in perspective as you see these emails with the whole Biden family getting involved in this graft, in this grift overseas well, in Mexico, not really overseas. I'll tell you though, he's not working for you, but we here at Conservative Daily, we are working for you, which is why we partnered with We The People Holsters. We're giving you a fantastic deal, fantastic deal on a holster that you do not want to miss. They're 100% manufactured in the United States and they're custom molded to fit your firearm for a quick, smooth draw. They have thousands of options to choose from, plus a selection of custom printed holsters, including a line with real tree camouflage. If you're a hunter, make sure you check it out. They also have other designs like the one that I got, We the People, plus the American flag that I used for my 1911. While you're there, make sure you check out their bacon jerky. Yes, you heard correctly, bacon jerky. Their patriotic, complete line of patriotic t-shirts and their new EDC tactical gun belt, all of which is 100% manufactured in the United States. So show your support for this great American company and our, and our podcast by going to wethepeopleholsters.com forward slash CD, Charlie Delta, right now. And when you use promo code CD10, 
you'll get $10 off your order. So a $40 holster, you use our promo code, it becomes a $30 holster. Listen, I don't know what Joe Biden's smoking, saying that when his family does better, you do better. But I'll tell you, if you use this promo code, you will save $10. So again, that's wethepeopleholsters.com forward slash CD, wethepeopleholsters.com forward slash CD, and use promo code CD10, Charlie Delta 10 to get $10 off your order. Okay, so we, we, we've just talked about the Burisma exec. So we, we've connected, right? We've connected the Devin Archer. We've connected Burisma. We've, we've connected Jim Biden. We've connected Joe, not, Joe Biden's not on it yet. We've connected Hunter Biden, right? We've connected the billionaire Carlos Slim. We've connected um, Miguel Aleman and his son. And we've also connected Hunter Biden's Rosemont Securities or whatever it is, Rosemont. That's, that's the whole firm that, that handled his dealings with Burisma. Everyone is involved except for Joe Biden, at least in these email trails. Well, that's what comes next. Mr. Producer, put up image number nine. Image number nine. This is this is a smoking gun. It was one of the smoking guns. So Kathy Chung might not look like anyone important, but Kathy Chung handled the scheduling for Vice President Biden's office. So when Hunter Biden sends an email to Kathy, Slim, uh, Kathy Chung saying, hey, I need... I need a, a meeting for Carlos Slim. She she gives them all of the dates that they have available, October 21st, 22nd, 27th, 28th, 30th, and then November 3rd through 6th. So this is an email trail of Hunter Biden going to Kathy Chung and requesting, <laughs> and requesting the meeting, the meeting with Carlos Slim. Oh, well, you say, well, what if the meeting didn't happen? Maybe Joe Biden had the sense and knew better than to bring his son's prospective business partner, who is the exit strategy for his son to profit when Biden's out. Maybe he knew better. No, he, he really didn't. He really didn't at all. Let's go ahead and put up that image again, image zero. This is the meeting that got set up. This is that meeting. So I've just walked you through how we get here. How we get from Rosemont telling Biden, telling Hunter Biden that this this billionaire Carlos Slim, he's your exit strategy for for once your your father leaves office. How we've gone through Hunter Biden, Jim Biden, Jeff Cooper, every all those characters setting up this deal, and then we get this meeting. This meeting happens on government property inside the vice president's government office with the sitting vice president on taxpayer time. Taxpayers are paying Joe Biden for that time. He didn't clock out. He's getting paid to do work on behalf of the American people. But as Joe Biden said, when his family does better, everyone does better. <laughs> well, that meeting went very well. But Hunter Biden was concerned because he saw this as a quid pro quo. And he saw the quid pro quo is just Latin for the, it means this for that. You give me this, I give you that. So Hunter Biden believed that he had met the obligations of the quid. He's waiting for the Mexican side to give him the quo. He gave him this, you gotta give me that. So Hunter Biden is pissed. So in, I believe, we'll see in a second, February of, 2015, of 2016, a few months after that meeting in 2015, Hunter Biden goes aboard Air Force Two. Joe Biden, then Vice President Joe Biden, invites Hunter Biden along with him to go to Mexico, specifically to follow up on the on the, the quo, right? He said, hey, you, you brought them into my office. You got to go down and you got to sign the deal. So Hunter Biden's trying to set up a meeting. He's going on Air Force Two with Joe Biden. And I want you to see just how frantic he is to try and set this meeting up because he feels like, uh, 
<laughs> like everything's just going to be waste, wasted. So this is that smoking gun email. Put up image number 10, image number 10. Here is the email. Subject, me and Jeff. It's from Hunter Biden to the son of Miguel Aleman. M, M, Aleman, M. That, that, that's who we went by with his email handle. And I'm going to read the email to you. This was sent to him on the 24th. This is the day that he is traveling with Joe Biden. They have meeting. Joe Biden has his government meetings the next two days with the president of Mexico. But Hunter Biden's trying to get this email in to salvage his little grifting trip for his own personal um, personal finances. So here's the email. We are arriving late tonight on Air Force Two, he says to the son of the billionaire, to Mexico City. We will be there for Thursday. I'm attending meeting with my dad, with President N, with my dad. Why is Hunter Biden in the room with the vice president and the president of Mexico? No idea. Jeff is with me. Jeff Cooper, the guy who's been working his Mexico deal. And we will be with and we will be with us all day. Sorry, there's, there's some typos in this. He's not a very good writer. Would love to see you, but you never respond. I am really upset by it. You respond when it's something you need. You are the most generous person I know, but WTF, this, this kind of reads like a Mean Girls email. We have so many great things to do together, and I want you at the plane when the VP lands with your mom and dad, and you completely ignore me. I've looked at what your family has done and want to follow in that tradition, and you always say you will help, but I haven't heard from you since... I got you that meeting for Carlos and your dad. We have been talking about business deals and partnerships for seven years, and I really appreciate you letting me stay at your resort villa. But I have brought every single person you have ever asked me to bring to the effing White House and the vice president's house and the inauguration, and then you go completely silent. I don't hear from you for months. I don't know what it is that I did, but I'd like to know why I've delivered on every single thing you've ever asked, and you make me feel like I've done something to offend you. So that is the Mean Girls email, but that's the smoking gun. It's the smoking gun email, and I want to explain why. It's the smoking gun email because it lays out all of the features of a quid pro quo. Quid pro quos are hard to prove, especially when you're in government. Because as Joe Biden just said, we played that clip, when his family does better, everyone does better. So there's always the option for someone to say, oh, I wasn't doing it for my family. I was doing it for everyone. It's very hard to, na to nail someone on intent that they did X because they expected Y. But here in this email, Hunter literally complains about doing X and that he doesn't feel he got enough why in return. So what do we learn from this smoking gun email? We learned what we showed in the other email, but Hunter Biden set up the meeting between Joe Biden, Carlos Slim, and Miguel Aleman in the vice president's office. He, Hunter Biden admitted that he brought every single person that Aleman had ever asked to the, quote, effing White House, the vice president's house, and the inauguration, end quote. So he's basically, you've asked me to do a ton, I've done it. Three, Hunter, Hunter Biden understood that these gestures, at least in his mind, were part of a quid pro quo. Because he wouldn't be pissed about not getting enough if he didn't if he thought there was no quid pro quo. <laughs> put it up again, put it up again, put up image 10 again. Um, I really appreciate you letting me stay at your resort villa, but he says that's not enough. Right? So it's almost like Aleman thinks that staying at the resort villa is good enough. That alone is valuable consideration. Anyone who's gone on vacation to Mexico knows how expensive it is to stay at a resort villa. That right there is valuable consideration. So that right there is, is enough for the crime. But Hunter Biden wants more. Hunter Biden understands that this is a quid pro quo and he wants more from it. And then you can see, number four, Hunter Biden is furious. 
He's furious that he has laid out his side of the bargain and he does not feel it's been reciprocated. That email is all you need to prove quid pro quo. Obviously, the other emails I showed, very useful, especially in the context of exit strategy for your investment. We all know it's, it's like 10% for the big guy. We understand what that means. But this email right here is a smoking gun. It proves the intent. It proves that he's pissed that he didn't think he got enough. It proves that he was doing this for a specific reason. And yes, it includes the vice president of the United States. Now, if the vice president was not involved in this, the vice president would not have brought his son on Air Force Two to try and save that meeting. Just put yourself in Joe Biden's shoes for a second. Hunter Biden brings him these billionaires and his family hasn't gotten anything out of it yet. If I was, if I was Joe Biden, I was that corrupt, I'd be pissed. I say, no, Hunter, you're coming with me to Mexico and you're, and you're locking this down. You're locking down our exit strategy. It's incredible. I mean, it's all, it's all right there. But here's the other bit. Put up image 11. Image 11. This is an earlier email. But it's an email of Hunter Biden asking his hey buddy that he wants the other pictures from the other meeting between um, with Miguel Aleman Sr. and Jr. and Jeff Cooper and dad in dad's office, Vice President Biden. That's a 2014 email. So that means that it's not just this one meeting that he set up between Miguel Aleman and Carlos Slim. This is an admission that there's also pictures floating around there of a previous meeting from two years earlier where he brought another Mexican billionaire to meet with Joe Biden. They impeached Donald Trump for a non-existent quid pro quo, mainly because they wanted to get Donald Trump out of office, but also they wanted to cover up Joe Biden's crimes in Ukraine. Remember when he 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 bragged about it? We're not going to play. It. You've all seen it a million times. Joe Biden's up there at one of the one of the think tanks, retelling the stories like, "Yeah, I told him if you don't fire the prosecutor, you're not getting the loan guarantee." And that prosecutor was investigating Burisma, his son's company. I mean, <laughs> Donald Trump wanted Ukraine to investigate that. And that's what the Democrats said was a quid pro quo. Where here we have an actual admission of a quid pro quo. We have an actual admission that the quid pro quo reached the vice president's office, that Mexican billionaires were brought to there that his son was trying to ink a deal with, not once, but at least twice. And then we know there's a photograph somewhere floating around of the second one. So where's Congress on this, which is the topic of our facts blast today. Link is in the description. This is the one to join up because all those Democrats who said, oh, we have to impeach for quid pro quo, where are they now? Where are they now? Well, they're, they're all awfully silent, but we have the sitting president now implicated in a scandal of the highest proportions. Where are they now? I want to talk a little bit about the actual crimes at play here. Give me a second. I'm going to, I'm going to make sure I pull it up because I don't want to, I don't want to get the wrong one. So I, I, I've been able to identify at least two crimes. And there are more. There are more misuse of government, property, things like that. But these are the big ones. Go ahead, put up my screen, Mr. Producer. The, the first big one is 18 U.S.C. Section 201. This is bribery of public officials and witnesses. If Joe Biden entertained anything in, in a government capacity that, hey, yeah, we'll, we'll get this for you, right? Knowing that his son wants this business deal, if he did anything or, or promised or even entertained doing anything for those Mexican billionaires, knowing that his son would profit from it if they if they came back with the quo for the quid, that's a crime. 
That's a crime right here, violation of 18 U.S.C. Section 201. And the specific part is down here. Directly or indirectly, corruptly demands, seeks, receives, accepts, let me, so you can see it, um, or agrees to receive or accept anything of value personally or for any other person or entity in return for being influenced in testimony or yada, 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 the maximum potential, 15 years. It's a 15-year crime. Bribery, accepting bribes willfully to advance yourself or someone else. It's a 15-year prison sentence. That's a felony. A felony is anything more than one year. So that's the first one. We've got 18 U.S.C. Section 201. The next one that comes into play, going back to my screen, 18 U.S.C. Section 208. Acts affecting a, a personal financial interest. The gist of this one is if you are in government and you do something to personally benefit yourself or your family, you are guilty of this crime. And when it's willful, when you intend to do it, when you know it's happening, it's five-year prison sentence and a fine of no more than three times the, the amount that you were going to benefit. Yeah. So <laughs> if you're signing a deal worth millions, potentially, right? a deal worth millions potentially for this agreement with these Mexican billionaires, Joe Biden could be fined under that statute up to three times whatever that value would be to him or his family, plus five years in prison. So we're talking about 20 years in prison. That's a death sentence for Joe Biden. You see Joe Biden walking around, he will not survive 20 years in prison. He's in his, he's in his 70s. He's not going to, he, he, it's, it, that's, that's a life sentence. But I, I, I mention this because right now we're being told that the Trump the Trump organization is the, are the grifters, right? If you actually research what is going on with the Trump organization, they gave some, some side benefits. Like they paid for someone's kid's college, right? They, they, they gave people apartments that they could live in, other what's called fringe benefits. And they didn't pay taxes on it, just like you have to pay payroll taxes if you paid someone income. So basically they gave away other things other than a salary and didn't pay the tax that they, they would owe if it was a salary. It, it's, it's, it might as well be an accounting error, right? But nope, they perp walk the CFO from the Trump organization in for his high crime of not paying taxes when, he, when the organization put someone else's kids through college. Yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but that's what they could find. And they were hoping that would flip the CFO against Trump. Didn't happen. I mentioned that because here we have Hunter Biden literally confessing to quid pro quo and showing outrage over not feeling like he got enough in return. I mean, no, nothing, nothing. And where are the liberals? I got an email today from someone who's who's been on our email list. He's a liberal for a long time. And, and, he, and he said to our fax blast, which if you haven't already checked the link for the fax blast, today is the day you have to participate in it. This is big. This this if, if we get this through to Congress, this could end the Biden presidency without a doubt. I got this email from this troll. He's an old, old man. He's, he's elderly. Um, so usually I, I try and like treat him with little kid gloves. I don't try and just destroy his entire existence every time he sends a misguided email. But he's basically saying like, oh, even if that did happen, the Trump organization's even worse. It's just, I can't do it. I can't do it. Let's just say that's true. That, that an organization's tax crimes are worse than the vice president selling his office for his own family's enrichment. Where are those liberals? when it was announced that Hunter Biden was also under tax investigation for not paying taxes on all of his fringe benefits, right? For not paying taxes on the 10% that he, he set aside for the big guy, right? Someone has to pay taxes on that stuff. 
So where are the liberals claiming, like, uh, caring about Hunter Biden's tax problems? Because that's at the center of all of this, right? And where are the where are the the prosecutors on that? Right? They'll go after the Trump organization on a tax charge, hoping to move up the ladder and get Trump. Why aren't they bringing Hunter Biden in on a tax charge? You can look through any of these emails that we've ever covered, and you can find something he didn't pay taxes on. Right? Just the the valuable consideration of that stay in the Mexican villa. You can go on on Expedia, whatever travel website you use. You can see how much it costs to stay in a Mexican villa for for a couple days. And you can say, hey, you got valuable consideration in the amount of five grand. You didn't pay taxes on it. You're coming in. And then you flip them. And then you put the pressure on them. And you th- throw the book at them unless he turns on the rest of his family members. Uncle Jimbo. Daddy Joe. But they're not doing it. Because it's Hunter Biden. He's untouchable. The man, the man admits to being a crackhead who smokes Parmesan cheese off the floorboards in his car because he liked to eat pizza with Parmesan cheese and we got really drugged out. He would search the floors for Parmesan cheese he'd find, uh, for drugs and he smoked the Parmesan cheese. He admits in his book to being a felon in possession of a firearm, uh, being illegally in possession of a firearm. He admits to illegally lying on a background check form. They've admitted to illegally dumping a handgun in a school zone. Where where are the prosecutions? Me and you, we step out of line even the littlest bit. They're going to come down on us. I mean, Facebook's out there saying, give me a warning. Have you been uh, have you been radicalized today? Have you been radicalized today? Have you, did anyone actually click on that link and see what their warnings are? It's just all propaganda. They're like, did you know that, I- that illegal immigrants actually lead to a reduction in crime? I mean, that that's what they're doing. There was a story just out yesterday of an illegal alien who came to this country as a child. And now he's arrested for cutting someone's head off and using the head as a soccer ball. Listen, I don't doubt that there are sick people in the United States. I don't doubt that there are sick Americans who would chop off someone's head and play soccer with it. I've yet to hear those cases. And I've never said that all immigrants are criminals. I have said that technically... All illegal aliens have broken the law by their very existence in this country. Now, some are more significant than others, obviously. I care much, I care a lot more about the people who steal someone's identity, ruin their lives because they need another identity to work illegal in the country than I do someone who's just hopped across the border and then hopped back, right? I mean, there's different degrees, right? But Facebook's saying, oh, well, it's, uh, uh, immigrants actually reduce crime. I, I don't know if that's true, but I knew that the guy who just got his head cut off and had an illegal alien play soccer with it, I know that his head would probably still be attached to his shoulders and he wouldn't be reduced to an existence of being sporting equipment had that illegal alien not been in the country. I mean, all of these things, there was another one of an illegal alien out on bail who just murdered someone. Well, how about we don't let them out on bail? They're in the country illegally. I'm not saying that all illegal aliens are necessarily murderers or criminals, but there is a subset of them that absolutely are. And there are people who'd be alive. There are people who would be spared, spared being raped and abused and victimized if the very illegal aliens doing the victimization weren't allowed in the country. And what we hear from the left is like, oh no, you gotta let them in because overall illegal aliens are better for the country than they are worse. Tell that to the guy whose head's rolling down the field on a breakaway shot. Tell that to the woman who just got raped by someone who's overall better for the country than he is worse. That doesn't make us a radical. That makes me looking at looking at the situation, recognizing we can't live like this. Right? A million illegal aliens have entered the country since October. 
That's insanity. That doesn't make me a radical. That makes me someone who's interested enough to go to the government and look at the stats. How many murderers are in there? We don't know. How many rapists are in there? We don't know. How many gang members are in there? We don't know. But if I go abroad and I come back, they're going through my suitcase like I'm a, I'm a felon looking for a banana. But we're letting murderers just right across the border. But if I bring one banana, oh no, we're throwing the book at you. We either have a country or we don't. And that doesn't make me a radical to say it. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to radicalize anyone. If anything, I try and be the more sobering influence when we start talking down that road. But I'm, <laughs> the fact that they, they're actually warning you guys, warning, you may have been exposed to radicalized content. And then they're like, did you know that Thomas Jefferson loved immigrants? Did he now? Did he love the immigrants? Hmm. I thought Thomas Jefferson was the racist. Pick, your, pick, pick which side you're on. Either Thomas Jefferson is an irredeemable rapist, uh, racist who raped his own slave and fathered children with her, or he's the beacon that we should all follow for immigration law. You can't have it both ways, leftists. But that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying to us. Like, oh, do you know someone who's radical? We saw that yesterday, and I just cracked up laughing. I cracked up laughing on the show because I've never seen anything so blatantly straight out of 1984, straight out of pre-World War II Germany. I've never seen anything quite like it. Do you know someone who's thinking for themselves today? Turn them in. You could put that right in, in a modern adaptation of 1984 to fit right in. And this Hunter Biden thing would have been done last year if it hadn't been silenced by the media. They're here hunting me, hunting you. God knows what they're going to turn in if anyone says, oh, they've been sufficiently radicalized, right? They're willing to go user to user to user to collect names of the radicals. But when Hunter Biden's email story broke, they put their finger on the scale, scale to stop people from seeing it. And what <laughs> they had this, this was on the laptop. This was on the laptop. They had this story back then. You have to think that one of the reasons it didn't get covered is because no one wanted to cover it. They knew they'd just be shadow banned. New York Post lost their entire social media account for weeks because they refused to retract a true story. What other outlet going into an election is going to voluntarily step out and give up their social media account? They could see the writing on the wall. They're, they're, they're not idiots. They could see it. So we'd all, we'd all know this. We would all have known this Mexican job months ago, last year. But no, we're the radicals for, for sticking on it. Joe is finally here. Joe, I sent you this. We, we just yeah. went through all the emails. Did a little brief departure about the Facebook warnings for radicalization. Ooh. What, what do you think about this? What, what do you think about this Mexican connection? I think it's it, it, it just goes. It, it tells you everything about what's happening in our country, that there is lawlessness. I just got off a, uh, a legal call with uh, the judge for the Eric Coomer lawsuit. That was super fun. Oh, yeah? Uh, super, super fun. So the judge was appointed by uh, was appointed by Jared Polis on, in March, March 23rd, I think, mm -hmm. 2021, and um, to replace someone that was supposed to be stepping down. So I've been doing a lot of research on the judge because none of the things that she's actually ruling on make any sense to me. And they're, they're still on the thing now. She, she actually is standing as a proxy for Eric Coomer. It's unbelievable, 
right? But let me go back to this. On, on, June 20, on, May, on March 23rd, uh, Polis appointed her as a, a district court judge in the second judicial district of Denver. And it was supposed to take effect on May 1st. So it took effect on May 1st. And then literally they put her on the, the Eric Coomer case with no bench experience at all, right? And so she took a 20-year judge that sat on there, and she took that ruling and threw it out and, and, and basically uh, uh, gave another bite at the apple to, the, to, the, to Coomer's lawyer, which she then ruled against us and said, hey, you have to issue discovery. So while I'm on this call, which was amazing, um, she said that I had to have, um, I had 30 days to have a deposition, and then I had to be, be at the courthouse on, on uh, July. Do I have a deposition day? 14th. What's that? Yes. Yeah, so they're, they're breaking all the rules. I mean, they're taking all the rules, throw them out. <laughs> she just kind of kangaroo court, do whatever you want, right? Violating Rule 34, violating Rule 21. Rule 21 gets ruled on when the court's not even in session for the Supreme Court. So we're building all this evidence. You want to know why people don't trust the judiciary? Because it's fixed. It's fixed. Jared Polis is one of the biggest communist uh, governors out there who follows everything that happens in California, puts this woman that has no judicial experience on the bench, hands her over the Coomer case, and all the lawyers are going like this. Like, how do you even, how do you even rule this way? And she, he, he puts the, the law in front of him, puts the actual case in front of him that she should be working off of, and she goes around that case and said, well, but justifiably, she actually said this. She actually said this on the, on the, on the, the call. She said, and, I, I, and I, I actually wasn't supposed to talk, but I did anyway, and said, look, I'm not going to go to the courthouse. I'm not going to go anywhere where I can't have someone that's security because Coomer's people, you know, his little uh, leftists are out there trying to kill me. I'm not going to, why would I do that? I'm not going to do it. So I'll meet somewhere else for a deposition. I'm, I'm not afraid to give a deposition. I'll give it, but I'm going to give it in a place where I, I feel like I'm protected. And um, so she just actually goes that just I say, found- Just say you're worried about coronavirus. Yeah, I'm worried about. That's a good idea. I'm not going there. I'm worried about coronavirus. Well, I can't say. That's it. All I'm on here. So no, no, no so, it can so still be is, a legitimate reason. Really interesting. She said that there's a likelihood of falsity because I didn't record the call, but I took copious notes, which is going to be really damning to them since I've done a whole bunch of things to make sure that my notes could be validated. Then the the, the second thing she said is because two months passed. And that on a, on a thing, I said, but I wasn't sure it was Eric Coomer, which is not what I said. What I was referring to is a comment you made, right? I did never said that I wasn't sure it was Eric Coomer. I was like, that allegedly, because you kept saying allegedly. So I moved into, yeah. I wasn't sure. So I was following your lead. I knew it was Eric Coomer. And I had said over and over and over again, it was Eric Coomer. But they took a transcript and basically handed that to her. And said, oh, it's, it's likely false. So she is doing everything she can to stand in as a proxy for Eric Coomer and, and them and acts like I'm, we're stupid. Like we, we can't see that the, the courts are compromised. It's really simple. You got put on the bench on May 1st to hand this case over to you. You overrule a 20-year judge. You violate all the rules of, of the law. You, you say that there's the likelihood that it's false because I didn't record it. Who records calls? Nobody records calls. And then oh. I didn't divulge where the call was. And the reason why I didn't divulge the call was directly related Journalist to the fact that these leftists, no, because these leftists you, are, you would pinpoint on it. They would pinpoint on it, right? Yeah. They would pinpoint it. And then by pinpointing on it, they'd find out who it was. And then they would attack this person. So 
I thought it was interesting. So I told my lawyer, I left her with a bunch of stuff. And I was like, they, they showed a picture. Uh, <laughs> they showed a picture on the screen, which I was amazed by. A picture on the screen of me in a room at the Willard uh, Hotel on the 7th, not the 6th, but she said it was the 7th, and said because I was in the same room as uh, 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 Christina Bob, that obviously I was talking about Coomer. I went to D.C. because I started doing research into Dominion. I left Eric Coomer in the dust. The fact that he would work for Dominion, I didn't care about him anymore. Now I wanted to get to the data of how the, the machines were fraudulent, right? And they're like, oh, it has a lot more to do with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, well, let, 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 me, let, me, let me jump in and just read the ad just so we can keep talking. Today's podcast is brought to you by Airmake Care Network. Airmake Care Network is the premier insurance plan to cover you should you ever need to be airlifted to a hospital for medical care. If you've ever had to have that happen, you know how expensive it can be. If you've ever had to ride in an ambulance, you know how expensive that is. And you also know insurance won't cover it. Well, insurance also doesn't cover the ambulance with with, with uh, rotary blades. They're not going to cover an airlifting. But with Airmate Care Network, you will be covered as long as you're flown by an AMCN provider. And AMCN providers fly around 100,000 patients every year. You can go ahead to the website. You can enter in your zip code to make sure that that area is serviced by AMCN providers. Obviously, you don't want to get it if you live in an area that doesn't. But for $85, you your and your household will be covered should you ever need to be airlifted. It's less if you're a senior citizen, though it's just you and your spouse. It's not your whole your whole, all your children. But if you want to cover your household, it can actually become less if you buy three years or five years at a time. And when you use our promo code daily, you'll get up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card, depending on how many years you sign up for. So again, go to www.airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and make sure you use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. So what what do you think about the the Hunter Biden stuff? I, I laid it all out. I laid it all out. Hunter Biden for seven years trying to make this billionaire, this deal with these Mexican billionaires. He gets them into Joe Biden's office in the White House. They they meet, and then Joe Biden flies him down to Mexico on Air Force Two to seal the deal. And then we have Hunter Biden's mean girl's email complaining to the son of the billionaire that he didn't get enough quo for the quid that he gave. What do you think about this? And, and, and what do you think should happen to them? I think they should all go to prison. But will they go to prison? It doesn't. It, only if we actually, as people that are Americans, take back over our country and throw these people out. That's the only way it happens. Because, Max, it has to go through a court system, right? First, it has to go through a, a system by which he has to go through a prosecutor that is not corrupt. Mm -hmm. So the prosecutor has to look at this and go, oh, we got to find a way not to prosecute him. And that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with, we're dealing with an entire fraternity of people that are hiding things. And so as they hide things and sweep things under the rug, you know, it just becomes a bigger mound of dirt. It's, it's like when you, you sweep up the kitchen floor and you put it underneath. It's still there. The dirt is still there. You can still see it. Everyone can see it. You're not hiding yeah. anything. Uh, you know, Max, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know what to say about what we're dealing with specifically in, uh, with, with this quid pro quo deal and, and Biden and Hunter. But it's not the first time we've had a bombshell over what's happening with them. It's not the first time. It's not. You know, we, we keep this breaking the first bombshells. Time, this, is the first time, this is the first time, though, we can prove that Hunter Biden and his people set up a meeting with, with Joe Biden's secretary or his staff. And the first time we can actually show that the, that, that it, the meeting happened. And then we have Hunter Biden complaining that he didn't get enough for it. 
right? He's saying that I brought everything you've ever asked me to bring to the effing White House, and I, and all I get is is a stay at your villa. Um, it, it, it it's as open and shut as a quid pro quo case can get. But yeah, you're right. You have the prosecutor has to figure out a way to, to not prosecute it. But even before that, you have the investigators. So unless the investigators build up that case file, the prosecutor has nothing to go on except for media reports, right? Which very few prosecutors are going to try and bring something to a grand jury just based on media reports. You need some of that underlying investigative work, the underlying evidence. So if the FBI puts their finger on the scale and they don't investigate this, right, then it never gets to the prosecutor. So even if the prosecutor was going to sandbag it, no, we are. Even if the prosecutor was going to sandbag it, we have 142 people watching us on Facebook right now. Even if the prosecutor was going to sandbag it, it doesn't matter if the FBI never even opened the case. What's going on? I just can't see it. It's not there. I'm I'm literally on the page and it's gone. Maybe they're hiding it. Yeah, probably. That's possible. Try refreshing your screen. I did. Um. Wow. I'm seeing it. All, all the people on Facebook, can, I, I'm pretty sure it's there. Yeah, we're live. Hey, come over here. We're live right now. I'm, I'm looking at it. Um, I, I just want I want you to see how I can't see it so that we're, I'm not, I mean, I, I'm on the, it's really interesting because we know that they're shadow banning us. Now they're just coming up with all different ways to do the shadow banning. I just pinned it. I just pinned it to the top of the Facebook page. So if you hit refresh, it should be there either way. <laughs> Look, um, it's gone. It is actually missing. Oh, I'm, I'm watching it. It's absolutely missing. Look, see? It goes from there. One more time. Let's just see it. See if it comes back. All right. Well, I'll put it up there again. Play the game. And the, and the reason why I'm saying it, Max, is because I have multiple people say, I can't find it. I can't find it. Oh, look. We're going to have to pin it at the beginning of the day, right? Every time we do it, we'll have to pin it at the top. Just to prove that everybody that, that Facebook is playing yeah. more games because you've been exposed to extremists. <laughs> I, I went through that bit. I went through that bit about the extremism. I, I don't. I don't. I'm not very happy about that at all. Uh, um, but apparently, I'm the extremist now. Yeah. Apparently, Mike Lindell wasn't having it either. Yesterday, when we got that warning, um, no. I mean, it's, it's just insane. It's you have you have Hunter Biden admitting to buying a gun while he was addicted to crack, and they won't prosecute him. But Joe Biden's going to prosecute all of us if we even slightly slip up in bringing a gun somewhere we're not supposed to bring it or or messing up a background check for him. We'll get prosecuted. Hunter Biden won't because when you're in the Biden crime family, the Biden crime family sticks out, sticks up for its own. Right. So, I mean, the Hunter Biden gun thing where they dumped the gun, the Secret Service allegedly got involved. Uh, uh, They say not in an official capacity, but the Secret Service agents in an unofficial capacity got involved to try and cover it up. When Hunter Biden accidentally used his father's credit card or debit card to buy hookers, the Secret Service came to try and cover it up. How great would it be if if anytime we stepped out of line, some law enforcement agency was just automatically there to help us cover it up? But we don't get that because we're not a Biden. We're not in the Biden crime family. We're just the extremists that Facebook wants everyone to report. Yeah, look, I I don't... um... I, I, I can't, I, we keep talking about what it is that they're doing. We know what they're doing. We know that the left is evil. We know that they are completely complicit in the behavior of what happened on January, or excuse me, uh, November 3rd. And also, I mean, there was, I mean, the fact that they create this, this verbiage that there was an insurrection. Um, I think Coomer's lawyer brought it up today that there was an insurrection. I keep thinking to myself, 
you know, 300 people walking through the Capitol without any weapons, how is that an insurrection? I mean, we can just go to the, the definition of insurrection and you, you sound like a, a weak imbecile on the left by even saying it. Are you drinking beer? Is this beer fry? I am, but you, 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 you can't Where's tell yours? because it's invisible from the green it's invisible screen. Invisible beer. <laughs> can't see it, yeah. No, I'm good. So I'm it's, good. Uh, it's, it's masked, it's, it's cloaked, it's camouflaged beer. You can't tell. Um, yeah, no, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sure that they'll use that. Do, so do we know, do I have a deposition? Are they subpoenaing me? I don't know. I, I imagine that should. they would. I think you should. You know, it's just, it's all a matter of subjection, but the, the, as you, the further you get down through it, you just, the, the fact that the judge would, would rule the way the judge has ruled, um, just shows you that, that, that law doesn't matter, that she is now a puppet for, and, and, and they're going to say, oh, you see, he called her a puppet. She ruled against the law. She, she actually took the law, threw it out the, the window, took case law, threw it out the window, walked around it and said, oh, I found because I like, we could knock on your head and rub on your belly. It's unbelievable what we're dealing with. Unbelievable. 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 Yeah. I, and, and all of the attorneys were just going, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I, I, would be, I would be shocked too. I, I would be shocked too. Well, um, we have, we're going to have to take a break in a minute because we're going to have, Mr. Bruiser, is, is the guest, has he called in yet? Yeah, we are all set. Just waiting on you guys. Okay. And he got, so, and this guy, well, well, you got to talk about, this is unbelievable. Yeah. So we're, we're going to come back on the other side of the break and we're going to talk to a gentleman from, from Canada who sneezed on an airplane and got arrested for it. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back the on the other on. side of this quick break. Ronald Reagan famously said that our freedoms are never more than a generation away from extinction. Conservative Daily exists to make sure that never happens. With our community of 700,000 members, we fight every day to hold Congress's feet to the fire and stop them from surrendering our rights and freedoms. The fight to take this country back is not over. Please join our movement right now by going to conservative-daily.com and clicking the subscribe button to sign up for our free call-to-action newsletters. We have a chance to save this country, but only if we all work together. Again, this is conservative-daily.com, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button at the top. 